This, this is Into the Apex Motorsport Podcast Network. Coming to you from the Into the Apex Motorsport Podcast Network. Your go-to for all things sim racing. Grab a drink and get ready for the Wrong Stuff Podcast. Welcome, everybody, to the Wrong Stuff Podcast. My name is Dre Devots, back from a little bit of a hiatus, and we have a really big full house here tonight. We got our regulars, Adam Thompson, Justin Hall, and we got newcomer John Javecki, and we also got special guest Wayne Castile from WSRL Racing Leagues. How are you guys doing? Good. Good, good. Very good. I'm excited to... Uh First of all, hear from Wayne, but really excited to hear some of these resolutions because I've already got one playing for Justin Hall over here. Oh yeah, what's that? Let's just go. Let's go right off the top. We're gonna talk oh. about some sim racing resolutions, and Adam's got something for us. So what we got? So here's the deal. I we just got out of this ITA podcast, right? And I had to hold some of these resolutions back because I wanted Justin to hear this face to face. We have this gentleman's agreement going on because he's joined my league in cross series league racing. And I'm thinking I took second place in that. And it was 0.000 across the line, the race that Justin didn't do. So my resolution is to make sure no matter what happens next year in cross series league racing, make sure Justin does not, does not beat me. And the best part about all of this is I'm the steward in that league. So, Justin, <laughs> watch out, buddy. Uh, corruption. We're, we're talking corruption. about you winning everything. Not, nope, not an XSLR, buddy, because the gentleman, what was our gentleman's agreement? Keystone Light, right? We had to chug a warm Keystone, Keystone Light, a loser. Whatever the worst beer is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, things that make you say. <laughs> 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 well, just go with it a natty light, and then if you're going to do it, right? I mean, is it worse? Is Keystone <laughs> worse than natty? Who knows? Uh, comparable. <laughs> I remember when I was 14. <laughs> <laughs> remember when I had my first beer. <laughs> oh, my well, goodness. Hey, before That's... we get to the resolutions, I do want, Dre, I'm going to let you take it, man. But we got a special guest over here, Wayne Castile, that I know uh, we need to we need to talk to a little bit. Try to be serious here for at least a little while, right? Absolutely. Uh, you know, well, it's the late night show, as Tyler like to call it early. Oh, hey, guys. Good to be here. <laughs> oh, welcome. <laughs> hey, it's good to have you on my show. Hopping in. <laughs> Late show. It's it's nice to just sit back and listen. Anyway, as you were, I'm just going to chime in here and there. Uh, we 
chime in when you want, brother. So we do have Wayne Castile here, very fast LMP2 driver who's been a part of uh, Maradness and uh, WSRL now for a couple seasons. And uh, he does have a little charity thing we want to talk about as well. Um, so Wayne, what do you got? Uh, what do you got? Some any uh, resolutions for the New Year's sim racing wife? Well, I mean, uh, as you probably have seen through all the races this year in both the sprint and the endurance, uh, I like to go 110% lap one, and that typically ends in disaster for me. So I, I and Will loves that. Will loves when you go 110%. Every he, he loves it. Yeah. So what I have to do is I need to find <laughs> that middle ground between the 95 to the 110% where I don't look like an idiot and spin lap one. So that's my first big resolution is cutting myself back just a smidge because I, I'm in it to win it. I'm either winning it or I'm bidding it is what I like to say. So that's my biggest problem right now. <laughs> so, but that doesn't that what separates the records that separates the fast drivers from the not as fast drivers, right? Because you got to put that car on the edge as much as you can, right? And that's the whole point and, and just putting out pace as much as you can. So if you slow down too much, you're going to have guys like, Justin, I know I don't think he drives LMP2, but you're going to have some guys like Connor, you know, that there are full force or Shane that are just going to be oh, no. full force all day long. Connor's just I just, Connor's saw, just, I just gone. saw like a cringe. Connor's just gone. <laughs> I can't catch Connor. But me and Justin, yeah, we me and him can we can have some battles, but Connor, no. And, and as long if it's a if if it's a fixed setup league, I ain't touching Connor. There there's there, Connor and Nate Nate Olson are my kryptonite. Apparently, so I cannot keep up with either of those two, but it's going to be interesting to see actually what I'd like to see. I don't know what Shane actually has signed up as if he went if he's going LM or if he's going GTP or if he's going GT3 um, because he's really fast in LMP2. So it'd be uh, it'd be interesting to see you guys battle it out because I think it'll be you guys at the top. But we we got some new drivers, too. So it's going to be interesting to see what these guys are going to be able to do. Yeah, we got some. yeah, I want to say offhand, I saw Shane and yeah, GTP. he's, okay. he's GTP. Okay. Yeah, because uh, uh, Will actually sent me over the list because he was uh, he was afraid I wasn't going to sign up for the sprint series, and because I was kind of weighing my options here, it's either go sprint series with you guys or Randall's uh, Mustang League because it's the same time Tuesday nights, and I do mm. have a little bit of a soft spot yeah, for that okay. Mustang, but Will was able oh, to talk boy. me to come back, so I will be back for GTPs. Well, we. We appreciate you having here, man. We uh, it's let's talk about this real quick. In two weeks, we had we have literally fifty eight drivers sign up. Crazy. We have two more GT threes that need to sign up, and they don't have to. It's enough cars as it is. But uh, this is going to be nuts, and I can't believe they filled out LMPs. Like I was talking to Will, he's like, I don't, I don't think LMPs enough fill up. I'm like, I'm disagreeing one hundred percent right away. And they filled up faster than GTP, but they they both filled up so. It's going to be crazy. Tyler, are you driving GT3? I yeah, I signed up actually just what, 2 nights ago. I'm I'm two, I'm two like one of the ago, later yeah. signups. I'm I'm going to do a Porsche. John Javicki who's here uh, joining me tonight. Uh, he was just on ITA. Uh, we're going to do I think four Mad Sim Racing entries all in the Porsche. Uh, so it's going to be it's going to be interesting. I'm looking forward to I'm, it. I'm still on the fence. I'm still on the fence with the Porsche. I've, are you <laughs> serious? Yeah, I, uh, I'm, tr- I'm doing my best. I it's a scary feel, car. <laughs> with with this last update, the rear of the Porsche is just not as stable as it used to be. So, like, was doing some practice runs at Spa and at uh, Blanchimont, or however the hell you say it. Um, <laughs> the, the rear just ste- just steps out on you. Something um, Frenchy. You've got to hit it perfect. Like like barely any 
movement in your wheel and, and, you know, maybe it's still getting used to the car, but, um, you know, I want to try something new, um, putting the, uh, the Mercedes in the garage for this, uh, for this season. And, uh, right now I'm leaning towards BMW, but, um, you know, I really, I want to do the Porsche. <laughs> the I do the, the sound Porsche, of the BMW. But, I don't like, well, I'll say this and I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll say this for me. Uh, for my part in Mad Sim Racing, the WSRL Sprint Series on Tuesday nights in February is going to become my primary road league in 2023. So I'll, I'll leave you with that as far as that goes. Same here. Same. John, here. real quick question. So I, unfortunately, with, with real life stuff happening here, and obviously I've been missed a couple weeks of the podcast, and I know you say you're kind of a Porsche fan, and I am too. Um, I tested it out after the initial update of the big update that we had. Um, have they made any updates since then to the Porsche that have changed anything? Because the car was way different for me. Um, yeah. So I, I'd like to see if there was anything past this, this that, that big update we had they- a couple weeks ago. They did on on one of the hot fixes. It wasn't anything major, but they did update the iRacing uh, setups for it, like the fixed setups. Um, but besides that, nothing. Because I know that it, me and um, some of the guys from Madison Racing, like Chris Daniel and and, and Alan, are are running the Porsche and the Daytona Twenty Four, and it feels phenomenal there. I know that Chris is a setup guru, and he's put a, a really good setup together for us. But um, no issues whatsoever. Car feels great. The minute I try it out at Spa and, and Watkins Glen this week, I'm like shitting my pants because I <laughs> any high speed corner, the rear stepping out. And so I'm trying different, you know, mm. tick the wing up a little bit. Like, and, and it's kind of a theme right now. If you go on the the forums, like so everyone's saying like there's there's something a little bit off with the uh, with the Porsche with this last uh, update here. It it feels great everywhere else, but like you know, high speed corners, it's just it's it's rough, so we'll see what happens. I'm not giving up on it yet, but uh, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna drive it tomorrow pants. night. <laughs> I'm gonna drive it tomorrow night. I'm gonna give it a try again because I haven't hopped in the, in the rig in, in a couple weeks. So I'm like, let's get into it. Let's let's try it out. But I'm thinking about really kind of almost just going to the Audi yeah. as where well and trying something new. I like the Merc, but people are not big fan of that right now. I, I love the Porsche last season. That was great. I felt really good in that mm. car. Uh, the Audi, I think uh, I've hearing now is one of the harder car to, cars to drive, but it's the fastest if you can, if you can nail it down, mm-hmm. that's what I'm hearing, but yep. I haven't, haven't set foot in it yet. So it's interesting. Yeah. Every time I've snuck into a top split, Audi and Lambo mm-hmm. are the, uh, the absolute monsters. Really? Wow. Lambo too, huh? I feel like they, they nerfed the Porsche a little too hard. Yeah. It was, it's it was definitely hearing. the OP car mm-hmm. last season, but yeah, this time it looks like guys who are like seven K ish. All favor the Audi. Well, uh, and then kind of some Lambos trickling in there. The Lambos a lot. It's like an easier to drive Audi. Yeah. I think that's what I'm actually mm. going to switch to. It feels great this season. It, it really does feel good. Well, you give me some options here, so maybe I'll have to. I don't think I even own <laughs> Lambos, so I should probably uh, pick that up tomorrow night and give it. Wayne, some, are you the only the person Beamer, in this six-person cast tonight that is stepping? Out of the GT3 realm, are you running the LMD or are you going to be running the LMP? I couldn't, I can't remember what you said at the beginning. Well, as far as WSRL, I'm always going to be a prototype driver, but I, uh, okay. I actually do race a lot of GT3. Um, pretty much any other league that doesn't have prototypes, it's GT3 for me. So I, I'm with you guys on all of that. I mean, I've done I, every IMSA endurance uh, over Maradness. We always have a guy that always is in, like a GT3 driver. 
So I'll do an IMSA endurance and a uh, LMP2 or or GTP now, and then I'll do another IMSA endurance in whatever GT3 they're comfortable with. And so I I bounce between the Mercedes, the Porsche. We've been dabbling into the Audi now, so I I can drive. I'll drive any of them honestly. They they all feel relatively relatively good now since the big update. Um, like you guys were saying with the Porsche. It's it is a little a little loosey goosey in the rear on the high speed stuff, but there's an art to it that I figure I I'm not saying I figured it out on like some master, but like I'm so used to how the Porsche it's very understeery, but you use the rear end to get the car to rotate. So I like how that car drives now even more because I do like a looser looser setup car because it gives me a little bit more a little bit more maneuverability and like the slow speed kind of stuff too. So, like, uh, I race an Autobahn as well. That's on Monday nights, and that's what I've been racing. It's a Porsche ever since the uh, beginning of the season, and then we had the big update, and they penalize you if you change to a different car. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. I, wanted, I wanted to talk about that Porsche real quick, because I remember when that Porsche came out, everybody was raving about it, right? Everyone was super excited. I, of course, bought it. I drove it and put it in the garage. Uh, like everyone seems to be doing with the Mercedes here, uh, drove it, put it in the garage. And the reason I put it in the garage was the exact reason you guys are talking about right now. It just seemed so loose under or oversteery. And I can deal with an oversteery car. Okay. I mean, I, I, I like oversteery setups, but man, when that thing first came out, it sounds like they're going back to that. Now it's almost like they pushed it too far one direction. They're trying to bring it back somewhere in the middle. I haven't driven it since that big update you guys are talking about, but it felt great. I mean, I remember when Dre and I did that one race that I didn't finish because I had had a few too many alcoholic adult beverages. Not sure how I remember. uh, Yeah, I remember that race that we did, and it felt amazing. Uh, We were at Imola, I think, and it felt great. It was. It was Imola, yeah. Yeah, and it felt felt amazing. So it's, it's kind of a shame that they've... Let's talk about that for a second, why don't we? When they BOP these cars at the at during every season, when a new season comes out, we can go around the room with this if we want. The changes they make seem just extremely drastic, which makes me wonder, do they get the cars right in the first place when they release them? And are they actually trying to make them closer to real life or are they just trying to BOP them because we all want to say it's a sim, but it's still a video game and they want everybody to drive it? From... From yeah. what from what I'm hearing is the cars now after the big update that happened what early December I believe that's the, the the update was that the cars now do feel a little more realistic than they did now they felt it's hard I think in a sim they do their best in all sims not just i racing but uh, ACC and stuff they do the best to try to 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 get it to what real life feels like. Because I've driven ACC and the cars drive way different than they do in iRacing. I really think that this update that came through matches a little more what ACC feels like in that the cars feel just, they feel almost heavier um, and not so light. Like a lot of these GT cars, you can just flip around these corners as fast as you can, which really isn't realistic if you look at it, if you watch IMSA and things like that. Those guys are 
or they're, they're struggling for grip at times, you know, and I think that's what they're trying to implement into iRacing is, is this different feel. But I also think they're, I don't want to even want to bring it up, but they're, they're, they changed that tire model for a reason. And I think we know why, um, they, they had to, because the tire model can't be what it was. If you're going to bring in like actual weather, you know what I mean? That's going to change these, the, uh, how the tires feel on the road. So they had to change the tire model. Um, it's probably going to change again if they do bring in rain, you know, type thing that's going to have to ch- probably change again, unless they're really happy with well, how it feels right now on track. I'd like to feel, uh, get a, uh, feel what you guys think about that. Can you imagine the changes in the dominant car when they add rain? Like you say, I mean, that's going to be pretty dramatic. Which car is better in the wet than not. It's going to be interesting mm-hmm. to see. Yeah, it's, a lot we'll of these, say this, at least with this, Last update, we're seeing what two cars now being used in the top split instead of one. I mean, <laughs> baby steps, right? <laughs> you know, I mean, I've even seen like the Ferrari in there a couple times. So, yeah, uh, if it you know. depends on the track. If it's a, uh, a real long straightaway like Monza, all you saw was Ferrari that entire week mm-hmm. in top split. It's just Ferrari because the Ferrari is so good. It's got such good straight it like straight it uh, straightaway speed. It's amazing, but. That car doesn't turn. I it, it's a turd. I hate it. Well, I mean, I'm I live in the GT4 realm as I've made brutally, almost too brutally apparent in all of our podcasts that we do, and it's the same. I was racing with my buddy Rob uh, at Road Atlanta, and I was in the Aston, and he was in the McLaren, and that McLaren was so torquey, so great through the corners. You get down, you get to the backstretch, man. Even in the draft, there's no way I'm getting around him. I mean, and it, it's just insane the differences that are still in the cars. Uh, but I get I get what you're saying there, <laughs> to be honest, with the Ferrari and everything. It's just how do you how do you make it as John said, it's great that there are two now top contenders, but it's not all of them. So I guess it's kind of close to real life isn't it more or less it just depends on it's track dependent which is really where i was getting at is this are they trying to make it more true to life to real life or are they just trying to keep everything close enough together to where everybody feels like they've got a shot no matter what they get yeah i'd say it's tighter overall than any of the recent bops i can remember which is all i'm looking for out of the service honestly even if it's not realistic i'd rather it be close with every single car, see a wide variety out there. That's what makes GT3, GT4 even appealing to me is just seeing a diverse, like a diverse field out there. It's awesome racing when you get a bunch of different manufacturers. Yeah. I mean, he- has anybody driven the Ford? Mm-hmm. After the update? <laughs> yes. Yes. No, it's actually not bad. It's wondering. It's just, wondering. it's actually not bad. It really, it's, it's funny you say that. I saw one of the pros over at NARL driving it and was crushing in it. Granted, this guy was like a seven or eight K driver, but he was just decimating in the Ford. So it's like, it's got power. even on this. I'll tell you what, uh, racing against like Lilac in that Ford, I think if you get that thing, right, I think it feels, it looks good on track. It's fast. It is actually pretty fast. I've never driven it. I think I own it. I think it was maybe one of the first GT three cars I bought, you know, five, six, seven years ago, but I just feel like, man, I'm. I want to try something different. I love the Porsche, but with what I'm hearing, it's kind of not where it needs to be. But 
try WSRL something WSRL is fixed so. setups, right? It is, yeah. The sprint series, yeah. So mm-hmm. how would you... A lot of that has to just... You're, you're basically relying... We're talking about these updates. You're relying on iRacing to put in the right setups for those cars to make them competitive. It doesn't matter how competitive they might actually be with setups. A lot of that is relying on iRacing to get those setups right. So, I mean... Obviously, the Ford's still in the game for a reason. I'm sorry, the Sim for a reason. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, Sim. Um, Jesus, we're about to Jesus. kick your ass out of this fucking <laughs> My bad. My bad. After all of the things that have happened with iRacing over the past couple weeks, I'm tempted to start calling it a game at this point, okay? <laughs> but um, I, I would love to see more Fords in there just for my nostalgia, right? I mean, that's what we kind of all grew up watching that four gt the gt40 i it was that thing is just so iconic and it would suck to see it go away but you don't really see anybody racing it in real life yet or anymore at least well the problem with the ford is how they how they get the info for these iRacing updates is they do try to get real life car data from teams so like the mercedes when it first came out uh, Daniel Morad's team at the time was feeding them all kinds of information about the car, setup-wise, setup info, all that kind of stuff. So they made it relatively pretty close to the car. It still had too much grip, apparently, at high speed. Low speed, it felt exactly like the car did in real life. But the problem with the Ford is that car isn't raced anymore. So you really can't update that car to current spec because it is, this doesn't exist. So that's the big issue with the Ford. And whenever the update first dropped, I watched a couple big, big streamers like the seven, eight, nine K aliens, I like to call them. And they did BOP tests with every single car on a fixed setup. And they would make a quick setup with the car. And they all said the Ford feels exactly the same as what it used to. But now the Ford was always kind of crappy because the, you know, GT3s prior always had way too much grip. Well, now they don't have the grip anymore. So now the Ford feels pretty enticing because they didn't change it. I'm willing to suspect they didn't do a thing to that car and they just BOP'd everything else. Everything else is up here. Here's the Ford. They brought everything else to here. So the Ford's still below it, but it's a much more drivable of a car now because everything else isn't as drivable as it used to be. That makes One of those sense. races that makes a lot of sense. One of those races I was talking about in the earlier podcast. I actually got in with Justin Hall. Didn't even realize it because I was in a Discord call and I was talking with my buddy. Decided, uh, against my best judgment, to run an IMSA race. And I was in the BMW GT3. And Justin apparently started two cars behind me. And I lost it going into turn six. The entry of the boot, we'll call it that. Downhill left-hander. Justin sends me a message on Discord about an hour later. He goes, you get murdered? I was like, nope, just lost the rear end of the car. And I don't, I didn't, I don't ever remember it feeling like that. And like you said, I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that they BOP'd the grip down on a lot of these vehicles. Mm-hmm. And people like me who only run it when I'm racing with buddies and don't care about my safety rating, even though I do very much, and it pissed me off quite a bit, goes into turn six at Watkins Glen and spins it. So... Well, the biggest thing yeah. now, too, is well, turn, or lap one and lap two, the tires are actually, when they're cold, they're actually simulated real cold. Like, they, they have no grip. Like, you cannot drive a, a GT3 car, hell, even a P2 or a GTP. You can't drive it hard the first two laps. If you do, 
you're going to pull a Wayne and you're going to be off on the track in the first three, four corners. And then, you know, broadcast is going to be laughing at you and all that. So you have to drive it. You have to drive the car slow now. So give yourself a little bit of credit. You just didn't know. You have to try to you have to drive it at 80 percent, not 100. <laughs> Speaking so of broadcast, I do like that. It's more it, realistic like that, though. Go ahead. Jack. Right. Right. But let's let's, uh, you know, actually segueing off of that a little bit into our main focus tonight is kind of our sim racing resolutions. You know what what Adam and Wayne were talking about is mine is is getting in the car. It's just getting in the car more, getting in my rig and driving these cars. I haven't raced in three weeks, four weeks almost, and I don't know how these cars really feel because I just hop on a test drive real quick bang around the track for a minute. I don't know how all these cars are really feeling right now. And I've got some weeks to, to get it going, uh, before WSRL starts, because it is my main league. It's kind of my only league. Um, I try to hop in some other stuff when I can, but, um, is my, my focus is the WSRL and learning now how these cars drive with Wayne saying like, you can't, you can't go, you can't go full force on these first couple laps because the tires are cold. Like they are in real life, right? We don't have, we don't have, you know, warmers on our tires, you know, coming off, you know, things like that. So um, that's going to be my main resolution is just getting in the damn rig, getting some good practice time in and really learning these cars and the differences in these cars. Right. Like I was a big time BMW driver until I switched over to the Porsche. And then I really, really love the Porsche and I hate, you know, trying to switch now, but I want to learn these cars so I can say, here's the differences. Why, why would you choose this car on this track? or another car on this track and learning those cars so much. Justin, what do you got? Hmm. It's a great question. I think at least as of this last week, I think my resolution is going to be to actually finally boost my I rating a little bit. Uh, I was, my I rating for the longest time has been at like 1.7 ish. And I just never run official races. Like after I got in WSRL, all these other leagues, uh, Mad Sim was fucking awesome. I have no reason to run official races anymore, like at all. If I get on, I'm like, I'll run a few practice laps for whatever league is coming up because that's 10 times more fun than officials. But I've got this shitty eye rating and I get in some of these races and people like accuse me of <laughs> smurfing and shit like that. So it's like, I've got to at least like make it respectable. So I mean, it makes sense. You are smurfing. Seventeen <laughs> hundred? That can't be true. Really? It is. It is. Well, trust me, I know. I gained five hundred today. This I, is why I we, ran. Oh, I've had this conversation with Adam today between meetings. At, I I rating at the end of the day is not the best judgment of of speed at all. Mm -mm. Like I'm a sixteen fifty, I think right now. Justin seventeen hundred. Justin is a is a half second faster than me each lap. It, it just it is what it is. You know what I mean? Just a half second. Ooh, wow, I'm with that's fucked. <laughs> Maybe after a sixty second birthday. How do I, how do I uh, Tyler? How do I boot some? Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, no, it's fuck off. It is a half second. Let's get that's a good amount. Track dependent. Track, track dependent. dependent. I, I think. Oh wait, it was um that one track I actually was. Me and you raced actually a couple laps together. I was like, hmm, I don't know if he's just doing it on purpose to make me feel good or uh, it was uh, Mont Montreal. Yeah. Is that when you two came together? 
Ooh. <laughs> oh yeah. No, no, that was um no, that was Christian Gritzko. Oh, that was Nurburgring GP. Yeah. When you Oh when no, that was me and that was me and um uh da da da, da the other Justin. Oh yeah. Uh, you booted yourselves into the pit lane. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I bumped I bumped it was net code at the end of the day. When I looked at it, I was like, oh man, it was such a good that was that was a great drive. That was that was fun. That was fun. Net coded us right into the pits, baby. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah so john do you have any uh kind of new year's sim racing resolutions you're looking forward to yeah i know i talked a little bit on the uh last pod on the uh the early show the early comedy sketch uh about my um like i because i really just got started i racing like i've had it i, I bought it and did the first month like in back in like 2019 i want to say and then didn't really get into it like where I'm, you know, come home from work and take care of the kid, appease the wife, go down and do a race and then come back up and do it all over again the next day. Uh, but that didn't really start till August um, of this past of this year. Um, so it, uh, I felt like I, you know, really jumped into the uh, into the pool uh, cannonball style when it comes to eye racing this year. So my goal next year is just to, um, and I mentioned, like, get a, maybe get an endurance win. Um and um, I do. I want to learn the Porsche. I really love you know driving it. It's just I, I'm still a little sketchy in it. Um, but also want to do a little more ovals. Um, so I know that um, you know one of my uh, sponsorships is on one of the um, Madsen Racing uh, Cup cars this year. So um, you know, first of all, going to get a poster made and put it up in my office wall of the uh, the Allstate Javicki car, and then. Um, you know, uh, do it, do some more of it myself. Did a little bit of it at the Christmas party with Madsen Racing and loved it. So, uh, just I apologize again. Out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just branching out a little bit more. Because I, I, I came from did did like Project Cars too, and then did way more uh, ACC before I started I racing. So it's always just been you know GT three, GT three, GT four. Um, so kind of wanted to do a little bit more outside of just the uh, the GT three class and spread my wings and fly with the eye racing <laughs> option. John, so. before, we, before we get off of you, if you have more resolutions, continue to talk, but you're the first, I've have never done ACC and I don't know who actually has. I, I want to know some of the differences between ACC yeah. and eye racing. Uh, just, yeah. So I, I, when it came out on beta, I downloaded it. And now this is back when I had, um, you know, at first like a desk clamped uh, Thrustmaster like the one that you could buy and work with Xbox. So that, that was the first uh, rim, uh, wheel and, and pedal set I had. Um, and then from there, upgraded a little bit. Still did the the next Thrustmaster. Actually, you can see it behind me, the TSXW Racer. So it was better. And then that's when I started to get more into to set a Corsa Competizione. Uh, but <laughs> um, I liked it. I mean, I, I, I knew about iRacing. I remember... You know, on YouTube, you'd see like the um, the special events would pop up. I'm like, man, I really want to do an endurance race. That looks really cool. But, you know, didn't didn't invest in iRacing at that point. Um, so for a while, ACC to me felt like this is awesome. You know, the um, you know, this is how the cars feel um, slamming on my brakes uh, really hard uh, to, to break and, and hit the ABS into a corner um, and then switch to iRacing because. Cause it just, I, I want, like I said, wanted to get into endurance was listening to the, 
um, into the Apex podcast uh, regularly. And um, big, big difference in, is is breaking, in my opinion. So I will give ACC, the force feedback feels phenomenal. Like they, they really got that down pack. I think it feels great. You know, everything else, you know, the, the rain in it is, is there, but I don't think it's really... You know, I'm, I'm no like physics engineer, but I don't think it really it represents like what rain can be. So, you know, knock on wood, maybe we'll see what iRacing can do. Um, but I, I just did the, the amount of cars you can drive in iRacing. Um, but oddly enough, I go to iRacing and do GT3s again, but um, it just felt better. Um, but yeah, the biggest, biggest difference for me was definitely the, the braking. I felt like in, in ACC, you just really slam on the brake, hit the ABS and turn in. Whereas, you know, going to iRace and you, you slam on the brakes like that, you hit the ABS, especially in like the, the, the Merc, you're, you're going straight. You're not, your car is not turning at all. So, um, you know, the, the graphics look good. You know, some people debate that, that the graphics are better in ACC. I think there's certain things that, yes, are better. But um, I don't know. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a all, all in on iRacing now. So I haven't fired up ACC in a very long time. So I know that I don't want to. I don't want uh, Tyler to get mad at me when we talk about ACC. So <laughs> I don't want to swerve the topic, but with graphics, I feel like ACC looks better as a game, mm-hmm. but I think iRacing looks better as a sim because it looks more real life. It's not so vibrant. It's not when you go to a track. It's not like the colors are popping at you like it is an AC, you know, ACC. It's like it looks good. I'm not trying to dog ACC because I think they have a good product. But I think most of us are iRacers at the end of the day. But ACC looks good for a game. I think iRacing does a better job of bringing that realistic feel to the to the game. That's just kind of my my thoughts on that. But sorry, Tim, not to expand it more, but um, you know that whole <laughs> the the virtual twenty four that they run on R Factor two, like really cool that they have that um, you know that that whole thing set up can't stand to watch it like the cars look so bad going around it doesn't look real at all it looks like they're just kind of like like lagging across the track and, and there's no like suspension roll or anything like that so anyway and end of my little gripe there not to get off topic but but now I, I think it looks terrible i agree <laughs> well that sounds like this sounds like a great time to take a break because i know tyler would be very upset if we didn't get his sponsors in here for our for our mid our mid podcast. The boss break. is here tonight. We gotta, we gotta, <laughs> you know, gotta get the. Gotta we'll get do a live, uh, a live Jabiki commercial right now. Mm-hmm. There we go. Yeah, let's there do we it. Go. No, we'll come in on the backside. Actually, of this break, go ahead and finish out the right resolutions ahead, here. Talk about 2022 uh, and what people have accomplished in 2022. And yeah, all right. There we go. Break time. <laughs> Don't go anywhere. More of the wrong stuff. Coming up. Are you ready for 2023? In January, Into the Apex will return to the historic Daytona International Raceway for the Rolex 24 for the biggest roadshow yet. Porsche, Porsche, BMW, BMW, Cadillac, Cadillac, Acura, Acura. 
who will begin the GTP era victorious. Follow IntoTheApex.com for trip details and meet up with the show live from Daytona Beach. This is Into the Apex Motorsport Podcast Network. All right, we're back. And it's me again bringing you guys back in. So uh, we were we finished before the break talking about our resolutions. And Tyler, I know you've already gone over your resolutions at the be- earlier, but give us give us them again. And do you have any more that you've thought of since then? I I think to to really put a bow on it for me, it's um, for sim racing for i racing. It's to go into twenty twenty three and to continue to feel like I'm getting better uh, to not stagnate because uh, I talked about on, on ITA on the earlier show. Um, but I mean, it's, it's across the board for me uh, become more self-aware on the track, uh, develop better race craft, uh, feel, continue to feel confident. I think if you put enough time into it and you practice enough, you get into enough races, whether it's a league or an official session, you build a confidence, you notice that you're becoming better uh, maybe not just safer, but but faster. I think those are two different things. When you're first joining, say, iRacing with safety rating, you want to be safe and you want to advance and speed comes. But I think after some years uh, on the service and you get into leagues, you're going to lose interest if you don't build speed. So I think my biggest resolution is to continue to feel like I'm improving in whatever car or, or group of cars I'm, I'm trying to tackle. Uh, because that's going to keep me invested in it. If I become better overall and feel like I'm advancing, I'm, I mean, I may not make pro, but you know, within my limits over time. Yeah. So we, that's huge. I mean, I think that's as you talked about in ITA. That's all we can hope for everybody in iRacing is just to get better and maybe there won't be so many turn one incidents as you said there or or in the earlier season, but no, that's, that's a joke. Anybody (laughs) who enjoys it, we're going to have new old, whatever. But uh, yeah, I think mine kind of want to hit on expanding the company just a little bit. But as we talked about in ITA is finding a balance. Uh, I've now gone into Slow motion broadcasting, head first. It's working out so far, thank God. Uh, and I've also got ITA now and the Wrong Stuff podcast. I've also got my own league and met a lot of great friends along the way this last year that I could never have imagined I would have ever met in the sim racing world. I mean, this was, we're talking about 2022 and not 2020 when I met all of these people. And it's just crazy to think of, you know, how tight knit 
everything was. So really the resolution is balance my time, get better on track, start driving a little more, start doing some of these fun events with the guys from the wrong stuff and uh, mad sim racing and ITA and whoever puts it on helping my league out just a little bit, growing that back up to the point where it was. Um, but yeah, main thing. I mean, all of that just encompasses, you know, friendships, right? Growing the friendships that I've, I've had over the past year through this and, and continuing to grow those and not just from a business side either, because that's, you know, this all kind of started as a business and, uh, it's now bloomed, blossomed into something more than a business. And I could honestly say at this point, if I decided to cut slow motion broadcasting tomorrow, the friends that I've made along the way would not go anywhere. Uh, drink to that. As I absolutely <laughs> cheers. <I'll, laughs> I'm opening up a new bottle. But the friends we made along the way. I mm-hmm. couldn't. Uh, disagree you know or uh couldn't agree with you more <laughs> yeah i was gonna say fuck you dre <laughs> you piece of shit <laughs> i'm an idiot sorry that was a totally wrong word um no um i mean why are we're here right now because of the friendships we've made through iRacing mm-hmm. i mean would i ever expected to be to be running a an iRacing podcast um, no, because I, I, I've always wanted to do a, like a podcast in general, but just never found the resources to really get it done with some guys I really enjoy doing it with. And uh, at the end of the day, we're here now, episode four, and being on ITA for multiple podcasts, it's just been a blast and meeting everybody and racing with all these guys every week. Um, it's it's really something... Uh, we, I'd love to see more of, you know, I do, I've done it in other, other games. I've got some of my best friends that I've been playing with since early two thousands, right. Where the yeah. kind of the wrong stuff came from. Um, so it, it, I love hear, hearing that from you, Adam. So that was, that was pretty good. Got a little tear got, in my eye because of it. Oh, but that brings me to another resolution that I just thought about building my company up enough to where I have, fucking producers to where i can come actually race with you guys so i can get that balance a little better so uh yeah build the company enough to where i can start to get that balance back in and start racing with all you guys because you guys are about to have a blast in this multi-class league and i'm going to be stuck up there in the production booth making fun of all of you guys which isn't a bad thing either i'm really looking forward to that as well you might you're, but, you well, might not be good the, at you're racing, one of the best but you're good at that <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Wade. What was I that? said you. You know, you might not be good at eye racing, but you're great in a commentary booth making fun of us. <laughs> oh, thanks. Wade. Take that. Strengths. You, you can see the back of my hand right now. That was the biggest backhand compliment I could have ever received. Go ahead. I, I will say I, I want to quote uh, Rob Guguara from Into the Apex off the air. Uh, you have a creamy broadcaster's voice, sir. I love it. Creamy. Absolutely love it. Couldn't and agree Sarah, more. And his his production skills, you can tell when Adam is producing the show, um, how different it is. He's hitting that main points. He's he's getting into the good the good uh, battles on track or hitting hitting a wreck that happened. You know, w- a lot better than I've seen. Not not from your producers, but from other broadcasters in general that I've watched. Like Adam's on it. He he wants to put on a good show. Um, so. As long as he keeps doing that, we'll we'll stick with him. 
This is turning into a much better podcast than last week when we were all trying to make fun of Randall McGrew and it all just turned around <laughs> and came back to me. So I'm, I'm, I'm soaking this, this in, guys. Anybody else have anything nice to say about me? I mean, you're you're, you're a nice <laughs> guy, but I, that's about enough. The the Into the Apex Motorsport Podcast Network YouTube is alive and well, and the latest uh, WSRL podcast clip went up uh, yesterday. And uh, my God, Randall is Joe Dirt. <laughs> he is. Oh, he so is. So I forgot. In the best way, though. I didn't In the realize, best way. Like, I did not realize that Tyler was going to start putting the, the YouTube clips up of what we're doing. Oh, yeah. And I mentioned in that podcast, I was like, I'm not going to give Randall's image away, even though we can all see him. Please just go to Twitch <laughs> because Randall <laughs> likes to stream. And he streams American Trucking Simulator. I shit you not, Tyler. He wears a cowboy hat. He's got a little thing on the front of it. And he just sits there and he talks in this southern voice, which he's from southern Indiana. So he doesn't have to go that much further south than that to start talking like that. But it is the most amazing thing you've ever seen. And if you guys haven't listened to the last podcast from WSRL, uh, it's what we got him for Christmas. You see his image and then you realize he drives a Fiat 500. It's just that blew my mind. Unbelievable. <laughs> I would imagine an El Camino. Something that kills <laughs> something that kills the environment. Yeah, and that's Adam. Trans Am Camaro. Yeah. I, Adam would be Fiat. I could see Adam driving the Fiat White girl car. I could too. One hundred percent. I see Adam in the Fiat five hundred. One hundred percent. And I okay. Now, reason, now we're I back to Tyler. Shit Adam. This I see, sounds. This I see bad. Tyler. Let's just talk. Actually, it's kind of fun. Let's, I see Tyler for some reason driving like a Civic. Oh, 100%. oh, why that cl- that hit close to home? Mm. I just bought a new car in May, and the first dealership I went to was a Honda dealership for a Civic. But <laughs> SI, mm, yes. SI or something. But they didn't have it until two months later, and I'm I like uh, instant gratification. So I went to a Toyota dealership. They didn't have a car. I went to a Volkswagen dealership. They had a Jetta for me. So I now drive a Volkswagen Jetta. Long story short, I could see that. I could definitely nice car, see that. Man. Obviously, I'm a Toyota fanboy, as I've talked about. I keep wishing uh, uh, iRacing would get a Lexus or something in there for GT3. I'm, I'm shocked. It could don't. suck, and I'd dri- I would I would only drive that. I don't give a shit. <laughs> so, so we do. Let's we let do wrap have, up 2022 let, as well, real quick, and then we yeah, can absolutely talk about other things. Where it's December 29th when we're recording this. It'll probably That's be December days, 30th. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah, let's wrap up 2022. And you know what? We we kind of kept it on the iRacing side, right, Tyler, when we were talking about it on the ITA side. The wrong stuff. Let's wrap up 2022. Any any great, any good things that have happened to you inside of sim racing, inside of gaming, inside of life in general? Uh, let's kind of just everybody give a wrap up and kind of tell us your the best things that have happened to you in 2022. Wayne, you're on the top left for me, so I'll <clears throat> let you go first. Well, I mean... Uh- you know, I started iRacing. I, I've actually only been on iRacing for, what, it's now end of December. I started at the end of November of last year. So I've only been iRacing for... Yeah, it's a for, lot. 100%. No, I swear to God. You look up my iRacing account. I, I, the only reason I joined iRacing is I was watching Matt Malone all, like, last year. Um, but Summit 1G, when he got into sim racing, I'm like, okay, if Summit can do this shit... I can do it. So that's when I got into all this. 
And then that's how I found Morad because then I started exploring the different iRacing streams and then I found, you know, Muradness and Daniel Morad. And, you know, I came from having a little Logitech, you know, G29 bargain basement, you know, set up on a desk with a table clamp. I had a bungee cords on a gaming desk or desk chair. Awful setup. And I went from that to uh, blowing way too much money on this crazy rig that I have now. And, you know, I went from there to where I'm at now, where I was at, I don't know what I, you start at 1200 I rating and I went from joining Muradness to their like kind of an academy team. And now I'm at three K, but I should probably be six K probably, but I just don't do officials enough. And when I do, I get murdered by my own stupidity or other people's stupidity sometimes. Uh, so, I mean, you know, it, as far as I racing goes, I feel 2022 has been a complete success. Uh, you know, I even started going, I even started doing dabbling into some real life racing as far as like, uh, like go-karting. Like I have my own little dirt oval go-kart that I race now. Hang on. I got to stop you real quick, Wayne, because I got yelled at by Tyler as Tyler was talking about him and his adventures into it's karting. He, he told me not to call it go-karting because that's what five-year-olds do. Oh, (laughs) go-karting. No. Carding, yes. Okay, well, I'm from Western Pennsylvania. You know, we're not all right <laughs> in the head, so pardon my French. <laughs> but it's carding. <laughs> I got into carding, and you know that's you know it's not it's Are not. Are you driving. a Steelers fan? <laughs> Yenzers, Steelers or Eagles? Oh, Steelers for sure. I I live in Latrobe, which is oh, where Steelers yeah. training camp is yeah i know i know where let's but I've, I've done work there. yeah that's where i live so i'm, I'm unfortunately i don't really watch a lot of football oh. now pe- like hockey penguins oh. i'm there oh. i i'm on the season ticket waiting list for the penguins that's i'm in there for that oh, i love that but but yeah to get back you know to get back on on track here but you know definitely 2022 has been uh, a great year as far as my growth is like a just as a human i've met so many great people that you know, I I've had so many new friends this year from iRacing. It's actually kind of mind blowing. You know, I never would have met you guys. Uh, you know, I I regard everybody over at Miranda's actual close friends. Like, I would have no problem jumping on an airplane and going meeting anybody tomorrow if I had the opportunity. And because I I'm a workaholic. If I'm not sim racing, I'm working. I, I have my own little construction company, so. You know, I'm constantly so this is kind of like my little escape, my little getaway for my own mental health. And, you know, this has a big been the biggest saving grace for for my own for my own sanity is I racing. So I if next year is as good as this year, I'm I'm a happy camper. You know, I can't complain one one bit. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's kind of seems like a common theme. I racing no matter what. Uh, what happens? All the bullshit that's gone down for the past few weeks that we've beaten to the dirt with IndyCar, and you know, before that it was the F1 shit. We all still come together and and become friends on this service, so it's it's pretty cool. But Dre, uh, obviously you met me this year, which is great. But uh, any any other things that uh, you've you've kind of will remember from from this year? 
Well, let's be honest. I mean, if we're going to talk about sim racing in general, I mean, the WSRL started this year, you know, 2022. So it came from an idea. And actually, sorry, it came from meme racing um, and seeing Mike, me and Mike Weir having, who is now our, one of our main drivers, you know, in, in, in TWS and, and uh, our livery guy who makes just absolutely stellar liveries ended up racing him in a race at red bull it was just fun i i sent him a personal message on on iRacing forums and i'm like hey i'm kind of wanting to start my own team because i was i used to race with a endurance team and i did i took a couple years off from sim racing i didn't race at all and i was like let's get back into this let's let's get something that i really enjoy that i really know what i love to do Let's take let's let's go full force into it. You know, we started off with just me and him in a Discord, and building this thing now to close to four hundred members, starting a league um, with me and you know Will and I really kind of nailing down details and getting that that first season of the Sprint League going on and. It's been incredible 2022 when it comes to, to sim racing. It, it, I, I can't believe we're here. Now, at the end of 22, we got a podcast. I've met Tyler. Uh, same thing with Tyler. I reached out to Tyler. I said, hey, I'm a n- new league guy trying to trying to build the league. Can I, can I hop on? And he was like, absolutely. And I'm like, wow. Like, for him to do that knows how tight niche this community can be, which really builds – those relationships with everybody you know we're he's he was running his own league you know at the time and i'm trying to start one and he's like bring it you know and and now this is where we're at so 2022 was just amazing for me on on that side and then on the personal side it's just been um reflecting on how i could be a better person every day um and being this year has been like me and my wife's plan of of bringing the family together a lot more, and that's why kind of the end of this year has been like some some heartbreaks, you know, and things like that, and 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 things, you know, family deaths that have come along in the last couple of months that have taken me away uh, from what I enjoy doing, but also at the same time enjoy spending time with my family and seeing my family way more than I would have in the last, you know, in twenty one and twenty, um, so it all has come full circle and ending this year on a really, really high note where I don't have to say let's make 23 better because 2022 was that good. Let's just, let's just keep 2022 rolling into 23 and let's keep, let's keep this momentum going. Yeah, no, I would like to expound on, I'm not going to, whatever you want to say, Dre, you can, but you got to watch your daughter get married, man. That's that's got to be a, a pretty cool thing. We almost we almost met each other in Colorado. Almost, actually. almost, almost. We missed each other by a we day. missed it. Yeah, unfortunately, just, a lot of things going on. Obviously, it's a um, destination wedding for us, you know. So and for for them, so that was cool to see see my my daughter get get married and um, everybody just getting together. It, it, the the family has changed, you know. Everybody's just now tight more tight knit we're seeing everybody so much more often it's uh it's been incredible man it's been a good year i'm actually getting goosebumps talking about it it's uh <laughs> it's awesome and the wife and i are never been in a better place and we're doing renovations to the house and we just got a new dog that we got you know and things like oh, that well, so what kind of dog did you, did you not, get 
we so funny story. So we had we had three huskies. Two of okay. them have passed away because they were older, and we we picked up um, the other husky. So we only had for a year. No, not even a year because Lola passed away back in April uh, or end of March. So we had Luke just by himself for a while, and uh, on Facebook. She saw this cute little, cute little dog. Kind of looked huskyish. Kind of looked shepherdish, shepherdish. And uh, she's Don't like, "Don't tell me it was a corgi." <laughs> no, funny story. So we, she's like, tags me in it. She's like, "What do you think?" I'm like, "I don't know." Put an application for. Her. Literally three hours later, like, yeah, yeah, she's yours. And we're like, "Oh, so we're gonna have, we're gonna have two dogs." All right, all right, we're back <laughs> to this again. Go get her, and she was like a Black Friday sale. Like, <laughs> is that is it? It was the humane. It's from the Humane Society, so they're trying to. They don't want to keep her too long, you know, and things. So trying to get, trying to give her a good home, and we have a doggy door and fenced in backyard, so they could do whatever the hell they want at, at any time. So we get her, and we're like, they're like, she's a husky mix. They don't know, so we're like, let's get a DNA test on her. She's a hundred percent husky. What? <laughs> 100% husky. So, we're a husky family. We've had 3. Number 4, another purebred husky. She's very, she's a lot smaller than the other ones have been, but she is everything that a husky does. She is a magician at getting out of doors of of yards. <laughs> mm-hmm. She could do whatever she she doesn't know. She digs like she'll dig to to, to Australia. Like ridiculous. Like she's a digger. She gets into shit. She's, you know, one and a half kind of, we believe she's one and a half. So she is a, uh, a husky, but she is the biggest snuggler. She, she kisses you all the time. She is a sweet, sweet dog. So it was cool. It was cool to see that they have DNA tests now for dogs. So you can actually find out exactly what they are. So that was fun. 2022 been a, been a great year. I don't want to ramble, (laughs) ramble on too, too long, Uh but, uh, yeah, it's it's been fun, and uh, I'm excited for what's to come. Justin, yeah, I was gonna say that's that's so funny. I uh, we got a dog here within the past few years that was a a husky mix, and we we did the dog DNA test on her too, and it turned out she was part wolf. Mm. What? <laughs> Not even joking. Yeah. Like well, literally. It was, yeah, yeah, it was it was some like sketchy Craigslist ad <laughs> that we found her from, and it was like, oh, that's a cute puppy. Like, and they're like, it's a Malamute, and I was like, yeah, I'd believe that. Like, it's a fluffy little white dog, and then so we got her, and she's growing up. And so, do you like, like yeah, keep your door locked at night now, sort of thing? <laughs> scared she's gonna rip your juggler out or what? That's the thing. She's the biggest baby in the world. Like, she's definitely. Uh, it's not like a big person. I think she was like, it came back like eighteen percent gray wolf. But like she's mostly husky and shepherd is the is the big things. But she's like all white, so we thought she was like a Malamute or something like that. But yeah, that, that's funny that uh, yeah, when you fork out for those dog DNA tests, what comes back? But yeah, <laughs> well, let's trade. I wanna, let's smart. trade. Let's trade some uh some dog pics on the on the back end after this. <laughs> oh, for sure, for sure. But yeah, I definitely understand that like too smart for their own good. She knows how to open doors and she can shut herself in rooms. She's better at that. Where like she'll be in a room with a door handle she can't manage and just push it closed and then she'll just be in there for undetermined amounts of time. That's so funny <laughs> that you you said that. It happened tonight. So I'm like, <laughs> well, I'm like, where's we? So all our dogs have been other than Lola for some reason. We were dumb and should have named her Leia. But all our dogs are named after Star Wars characters. We had Obi, we had Luke, 
uh, and now we have Ayla, Ayla Sakura. I don't know if you guys are familiar with with yeah, some I'm of the lore. I'm the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> right, right now. that's a dumb, <laughs> fucking dumb question. Um, but so we name her Ayla, and so today, um, like Luke's underneath because I took him to the vet today at a little bloody paw and lost a nail because they're idiots and they run around like assholes but uh i was like where's ayla i go out into the backyard i'm like she probably dug her way out you know somehow because they do that shit can't find her five minutes my wife's running around and she goes into our bathroom and it's a barn door bathroom and she closed the door on herself she's just standing there like i hope somebody (laughs) lets me out one of these days because i don't know how to open this barn door uh so yeah that was fine yeah, that's that's definitely a trait. <laughs> <laughs> yes, one hundred percent. Anyways, Justin, twenty twenty two wrap up. What you got? Yeah, honestly, I got to piggyback on you guys. It wasn't even the eye racing. I feel like I gained pace, got better at analyzing data, which kind of improved my pace. But it's really like the people I've met through it, like some of the friendships I've made, like some of the guys I've met. It, it's absolutely insane. Like local here in Florida, Brad. Uh, Brad Alvis, who races with us, Bjorn Stange, uh, hadn't met them at all in person. Uh, we all met up at, uh, the firm, which is Florida International Raceway, and they let us track his M2, Bjorn's M3. I had never met these guys in real life, but it's like we hang out every single day. I talk to them probably more than my real friends because we're <laughs> on here sim racing constantly through the week. Like, yeah, just jump in my car. We'll take, we'll, we'll spin it out on the track. And they trust me in their real cars based on just our sim experience and i don't think there's any any other like i mean I, i've i've got that in other games but like sim racing kind of takes it to another level where i don't know man it's it's definitely about the relationships you build are on another level like you really like vibe with these people yeah man i, th- I think that brings uh, the emotions run high in sim racing right like we get pissed. We get happy. We meet yeah. some people, but I think that one hundred percent. And I think those emotions can bring in people together, right? Because if you're just playing a game like Call of Duty, we're just shooting people up and then done. You know, it's like whatever. But at the end of the day, we race these for with these people for an hour at a time. You know, sometimes and Discord and things like that. I think uh, those emotions bring people together at times. Yeah. No, I'm absolutely. Sure. Tyler. Uh, what you got, man? Well, I want to. He's got nothing. Let's move on. <laughs> I, I do want to <laughs> add on to what you guys are saying because I think I can. I'm in a good position to do that. Uh, and that, uh, the guys that are that have been on the the to this point, the end of the Apex podcast, and in the sim team that we've run since 2020, uh, Patrick uh, Stein, Rob Gregoire, myself, and Bradley, my twin. Uh, I mean, those guys, Rob and Patrick about this time last year for the Rolex 24 of last year, they flew to, to Raleigh Durham international, which were in Eastern North Carolina and they stayed at our house and we all drove down from North Carolina to, to Daytona uh, for the 24. I mean, these are folks that we met through the sim in 2020 and you get to know them through team events and everything. And uh, you, you're comfortable to invite these guys that you know to their home. And, and now Rob is, for example, Rob's getting married in Mexico in March, and everybody's yeah. What are you doing? What are you doing during his, during his wedding, Patrick? Oh, I'm not going. Uh, not Patrick. Sorry, yeah, Tyler. I'm going to save my money for the <laughs> Indianapolis 500. But Bradley's going. <laughs> Bradley's priority is going. I, I told Rob I'm I'm either going to your wedding or the Indy 500 in May for the third time straight. So if anybody knows of a a fruit basket 
place that will deliver to Mexico, I need some recommendations because I'm going to Indianapolis. <laughs> uh, but nonetheless, that's where we are. You get to know these guys and you invite them to your home and you travel together and you book rooms together and make these race trips more affordable. And that's what it's all about. And that all comes from my racing. But anyhow, my 2022, if I had to, you know, besides those relationships, which I think cheers to that, because that's, that's huge. I mean, that's, that is unique to the sim. Uh, for me, it was the year of the direct drive, uh, in, uh, January of last of 2022. I got my CSL DD. I got my Fanatec formula wheel and upgraded from the Logitech G29. And, uh, I think it changed everything as far as my sim experience. Uh, so that was that was huge because it honestly it probably kept me more invested in it than ever. I probably put more time in into the sim in 2022 as a result of that uh, hardware upgrade. So that that sticks out to me because I'm still still love every race, every lap uh, in that that hardware. So. Uh, if I had to, to describe the year for me, it was it was that that upgraded my situation. Hell yeah! Well, we're on to me, and I'm going to take a bit of a departure, a little bit from the sim racing side. It, this all kind of intertwines, so I'm going to start with my ending of 2021 when I met Rob Schwankler uh, through F1 2020. At the time, I had a league. And Rob and I became very close friends through 2022. We got closer. Speaking of people coming out, he drove his Jeep from Texas up to Arizona. I've got my lifted Colorado. He's got his gigantic Jeep. By the way, Rob, if you listen to this podcast, Rob is about five foot five ish. So watching him jump out of a lifted Jeep is the funniest thing you've ever seen in your life. But uh, did some off-roading up there had never even thought I would ever have any friends that I would meet in gaming and be close enough to them to, you know, come out and hang out. He hung out for what, four days and just had a blast. Uh, fast forward a little bit. Um, asked, uh, Sarah to marry me in 2021, got married in 2022. And the, the way I'm going to lump all this in is Rob, who I met through gaming was a groomsman in my wedding. So it is it's crazy how close you get to to people uh in that in that sim racing world. But speaking of dogs, uh you can hear the one in the background here. Back in late 2021, we got ourselves a little husky, except he's 100% corgi. Husky. Uh and uh yeah, he's he's been a he's been a blast to us brought Sarah and I closer together as Dre said the year the 2022 year there hasn't been anything but but great things families getting closer people kind of fall apart and come back together but 2022 for me has been just unbelievable on the family side on meeting all of you which we have already talked about um I quit my job I started slow motion broadcasting I quit my job uh going back to school finishing school so 2022, as Dre said, has has been a year that everyone talks about 2020 and, and the year that everybody won't ever forget. I, I think 2022 for me is definitely going to be that year that I probably won't ever forget. It's just there's been so much that has happened to me this past year. Probably could have spaced out what has gone on this year. 
for the next three years and I'd still have things to talk about. So, uh, no, it's been, it's been a wild ride. So glad I got to meet people like Justin and Dre and Wayne and Tyler and Patrick and Rob and of course, everybody else from MSR and WSRL and yeah, sorry, Finney. holy crap. So many people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Randall. Okay. How can I forget Randall? Uh, but no, all of these, all of these people that I've, that I've met, um, and it's just, I, I can't see this going anywhere, but up for me. So, uh, yeah, it's been, it's been a pretty wild ride to say the least. Uh, and it's, I, I, I'm going to say that I've 2022 for me is a year that I don't think I'm ever going to forget 100%, but let's make, as Dre said, uh, it's going to be tough to beat 2022, but Let's make 2023 even better, huh? Agreed. I love hearing that. I want to move on to Wayne, too, to finish off uh, 2022. But, uh, Wayne, let's real quick talk about your charity that you got going on as well. <clears throat> yeah, so we're uh, a bunch of people are participating. It's not like my charity, but it's, uh, it's a pretty pretty big charity race that's going on uh, next month. It's for, I'll call it Sick Kids. It's, uh, it's based on... Um, it's a program in Toronto, I do believe, if I remember correctly. It's a kind of like a like a children's hospital kind of thing where they're they're raising money for research to help children with uh, various diseases, cancer, all that kind of stuff. And what's cool about this charity race is a bunch of um, pro drivers, uh, IRL pro drivers, are in it. And basically, you make up teams, you raise up uh, raise up charitable funds, and then uh, the teams that uh, raise the most money get to choose their pro driver that gets put on a team. It's a two and a half hour endurance race at uh, I believe it's Watkins Glen, um, boot, which is pretty good track, I'd say. Just, you know, just certain in there, pretty good track. I'm getting flashbacks from last night. Let's not talk about it. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I, I get you. I've had a horrible week there so far, but it's a good track regardless. But uh, you know. It has like James Hinchcliffe is kind of like the Grand Marshal, so he's kind of running the whole show. Uh, you know, Daniel Morad is one of the pros you could possibly pick. Uh, Stu also from Moradness, one of the coaches, he's in it. But you have uh, like Carl Marcelli, bunch of like big names, Robert Wickens. Uh, I believe Sam Soyd is also going to be a pro driver in this. So you have some IRL, you have some esports pros, and uh, it's. You know, it's a pretty cool way to raise some money for a charity, and uh, I'm a I'm a sucker for for endurance racing. If somebody says, "Hey, there's a race and it's going to be two to three hours long minimum," you want in, and you don't even have to ask me twice. I'm in. Like, I'd much rather screw these fifteen, twenty, thirty, forty five minute races. Give me hours, and I'm in for sure. So that's a pretty cool, uh, pretty cool thing. I believe it is January seventh. I think uh, no, January eleventh is that's coming up. Pretty it's quick. pretty quick. I've done zero practice. It's in GT threes, but I mean, not to toot my own horn. I can I I can pretty much drive mostly anything on the service, and within if you give me about a thirty minutes to an hour, I'm. I'm probably within a decent pace. I don't know if I'm Justin Hall fast, but I'm I'm okay at a GT3, so I'm confident. I'll you know if there's a prototype though, different story. Um, 
I can figure it out real quick, but GT3, eh. But it's more, it's a charity race, so it's not, you know, obviously you want to win, you know, depending on what pro you get, you know, it's going to get sweaty. Uh, but, you know, in the end, it is for charity, so it's pretty cool. But uh, if anybody out so there... So give us, give us details. Yeah, I was getting right to that. Uh, if anybody wants to check it there out, uh, <laughs> you can check it out. It's iracingforthekids.com. Uh, is kind of like the the big homepage where it shows all the drivers that are going to be in it. Uh, gives you links to if you want to, you can you scroll down or hit donate at the top. Um, you can actually pick different teams and you can chair. Uh, uh, you can spend you know spend your money with a different team. Like I'm on uh, Team Oceana Coffee for Maradness Squad. Uh, we have Maradness M Squad Black, which is uh, a couple guys that also race in WSRL with us. Um, but you know, any, any team there is great. Uh, you can go through them. You can see who's driving for each place. And then I know at the end of this month, they're going to announce who gets to pick their, their, their pro drivers. And then everybody else will get random, you know, whoever you get is who you get, but, uh, it's going to be pretty awesome. Uh, I know they're going to stream it. I wish I knew that info, but I know it's going to get streamed. But, uh, if you are interested in watching it, uh, like I said, iracingforthekids.com. I'm sure they're going to post that kind of stuff up once we get a little bit closer, but we're still 19 days away, so it's hard to say where it's going to be, what I, you know, what streams on Twitch or YouTube, what have you, but it'll be, I know it's stream for sure. That's awesome, man. Love hearing that type of stuff. Uh, real quick, anything 2022 you wanted to uh, recap? I mean, I already did, but you know, I, I'll, I'll just say it again, though. Like, I, you know, iRacing has been awesome. It's, you know, I, I like to say that you guys are some pretty cool people, uh, and I never would have met you if I never got into this this crazy world of sim racing. I would never, I wouldn't have the friends that I have today. You know, we've all said that, but that's the biggest thing, the biggest takeaway from it. It's like, you know, you can get, you can. You can get wrecked and you can get punted and you can have, you know, your, your, your emotions get fired up when you get wrecked out of a race. But at the end of the day, it's like, you know, you're wrecking a virtual car. It doesn't really matter. It's, you know, this beats going out on a weekend and buying a hundred thousand dollar car and taking it to the track. And then somebody does that to you for real. And then now you're out of a car and all that time and effort and money where this is, it's great. You Oh no, I went too far to the left and all of a sudden you're in a wall. Well, okay, I'll hit this button and I'm back out of the car. And, you know, you might bicker with the guy that did it or if it's your friend and you're just playing around, but, you know, you really it's it's such a cool cool way to meet people and if you would have told me even 3 years ago that I would have some of my closest friends that I've technically never met yet from an online video game, even though it's a simulator. It's a simulator, but you know, let's <laughs> calm down. It, I would tell you, I would tell you, you're you're absolutely crazy, and you know, so 2022. Uh, if if so much has happened this year that it beats the last five years of my life. So if I if if 2023 even comes close to this, I'm a happy. Like I said before, I'm a happy camper. You know, you really can't beat this year. I mean, we're coming out of COVID and everything. Now that's all gone. It's it's only on, on up. We've, we we hit that bottom point in 2019, 2020, and it's just been going up. Stonks are going up. So can't can't complain. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
So the main point we have learned, I think, tonight, 2022 was creating those friendships and relationships that we've had and we've made over this past year. And this is where we're at, right? Everybody is in a good, you know, state of mental mind. And uh, we move forward and we, we keep doing what we're doing. Let's keep making those friendships. Let's make these relationships last. Let's raise a glass. Let's... um Cheers to that. I think that's a big deal for where we're at now in society. And um, cheers to everyone uh, being on the podcast. I hope everybody does have a great 2023. Um, Happy New Year's to everybody. And uh, hopefully next week we'll have some full details on the 24-hour race at Red Bull Ring, benefiting the MS Society, and have all that information out for you guys. But once again, big shout out, Justin, Adam, the boss tyler and our special guest tonight wayne thank you guys so much and hope you guys have a great 2023 cheers everybody cheers thanks for having me you've been listening to the wrong stuff podcast brought to you by the into the apex motorsport podcast network Make sure to head over to TheWrongStuffSimRacing.com and get all the info on the WSRL Leagues, The Wrong Stuff Sim Racing Team, and special events. 